Hey everyone, Mario Salinas here. Welcome to Wisdom's Echo, Origin Gates Daily Podcast. Thrilled to be bringing story time to you yet again today and delighted to know that many nations and many tongues, many tribes, many households are listening and receiving from all of us at Wisdom's Echo. That number is continually increasing and we celebrate that and we surely hope this uh, story time will be a blessing to you. A few years ago, I was invited by a businessman. Uh, when he knew that I was in his uh, area, in his state, which was a few states over from where I live in Connecticut, USA, he knew that I was in the area for a conference, and uh, this is a businessman that had attended one of our conferences, and we connected back when he had attended ours, and we hit it off really well and he said I'd love to connect with you if you ever if you're ever in my area so when I was he found out and he said let's meet for uh for a chat for breakfast lunch I don't remember exactly what the setting was in terms of if we were having breakfast or lunch what time of day it was but I will never forget the part I'm sharing with you which had to do with he brought his I want to say 5 maybe 6 year old son to the meeting and I'm sure there were logistical challenges on his end that made it necessary for him to kind of come to a, an informal business type consultation with his boy but I want to tell you this this boy <clears throat> was an absolute terror he was uh, very unruly uh, I'm sure he was a nice kid and I'm sure he turned out okay this was quite some time ago but um, but let me tell you it was a it was a rough day because the kid must have just learned how to kick and he was practicing his kicking on me and the dad was so absorbed in our conversation and so fascinated by the fact that we were talking and engaging at the level we were and we I don't remember what we talked about I just remember it being a great great meeting for him all also for me except for the boy kept kicking me and and it wasn't it wasn't um scratching punching slapping it was it was purely kicking he must have just gotten a hold of how to properly kick a ball or kick his sibling i don't know but he thought i'm just going to kick this man to death and he did and so because I was talking to the dad, I kept looking at the dad whenever I would get kicked, and he would kick me in the shin. Now, it's, a five or six-year-old cannot cause that much damage to a grown man's shin. However, if he keeps doing it, he can. And it was annoying more than anything, but a little painful after about 20 kicks. So I, I kept looking at the dad, and, and, and of course... Every time I'd get kicked, I'd say, hey, buddy, you know, like trying to like draw attention to the fact. And and the dad at first was was not aware of it at all. He, he kept saying, isn't he great? And I'm like, yeah, he's fantastic. And, and I would get kicked in the shin again. And and it just kept going on. And eventually I would just, you know, like it was a couple of times I, I winced in pain and the dad saw it. And he said, buddy, you shouldn't be doing that, buddy. Go sit over there. So after a while. I've had, I'd had enough, you know, there's, there's only so far I can get pushed, especially by a five or six year old that is completely out of control. So I knew I couldn't discipline the kid. He's not my kid, right? If it was my kid, he would have been a hologram on a wall. But anyway, I thought I'm going to, I'm going to do something here. So I need to do something very effective and very dramatic 
but I can't make a big fuss about it and I can't have the dad upset with me. So, so I decided if he kicks me again, he's going to get it. I'm, I'm going to do this that one thing that was in my mind. So the kid kicked me and I, I just kind of stepped, I said to the dad, just, just one moment. And, and it just so happened he got a call. And it was his wife, and I think he, you know, it just took a few seconds, but those few seconds it took for him to, to say, hey, I'll call you back, was enough time for me to do what I had planned, and my strategy was was unfolding right there. So I reached down, and I whispered something in the kid's ear. And and then I walked back to the dad who had just finished his call. I'm like, everything okay? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that was my wife, whatever. So I said, uh, so the kid after I whispered in his ear, went and sat on the stone wall that was in this courtyard where I was meeting with his dad. And he sat there and looked at me the whole time, never got up again, was quiet, very focused on me, and did not kick me again, ever, from that day. I mean, I never saw him again since then, and I don't even remember where these people are, who they... I just remember this incident with this kid. So after some time, you know, I'm talking to the dad about five or 10 more minutes. We're standing up talking and the dad turns and looks at the boy. He looks at me and he's like, what happened? I said, oh, um, yeah, he, he was just being, you know, fun and, and kicking a little too much. So I, 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 I said something to him. He's like, what'd you tell him? He was, he was more fascinated and interested than he was <clears throat> concerned. And I said, I, I whispered in his ear, I have more toys than you. And the dad said, Hmm, you said that to him? I said, yes, I did. And he said, and he just went and sat there. I said, yep. He said, that's, that's odd. I said, not at all. <clears throat> he said, not at all. I said, no, I don't find it odd. I said, I think he's fascinated by the idea that a grown man can have more toys than him and that he would tell him in a competitive way the way I did. And what made him sit and process this these last five to ten minutes is the fact that what I told him is the truth. I do have more toys than him. I have more toys than any kid most likely in this world because I've been collecting toys since my 20s. And he looks at me and he goes, wow. You collect toys? And I said, yes, I do. I I didn't grow up with a lot of toys on the island of Cyprus. We didn't have a lot of money. We didn't have a lot of toy stores. And we played with sticks and stones, created stuff in our backyard, you know, moved dirt around and maybe played on our bikes. But uh, most of my childhood and young young years, I did not have a lot of toys. So when I became an adult and I had started making my own money, I started buying whatever toys I, I had missed. And the more colorful and cool, the better. So I collected all kinds of Lego and and trucks and forklifts and warriors and castles and soldiers. And I mean, you name it, I can, I can keep going. So when I told the kid, I have more toys than you and whispered that in his ear, it was, it was the last thing he would have expected to hear from me, and it really messed him up in a good way, I think, and, and definitely a good way for me because my shins were spared. But 
what I want to share with you from that, and I hope that a good message can come through for you from this, because it definitely did for me. When you speak the truth, you have authority. And the truth carries an authority to transmit and even to sink in and bring transformation. If I didn't have more toys than this kid, and I had whispered, I have more toys than you, in a competitive way like I did, because I didn't just say it nicely, I said, I have more toys than you, like that, but I whispered it in his ear. If I had said that without that being the truth, it wouldn't have had the same effect. I'm convinced of that. Of course, I can't prove that. I can only prove what I did see, and it's, I spoke that truth, and because it was the truth, it settled, and it accomplished what I was hoping it would. It would settle this kid down. Now, I'd never tried that before on anyone, and I'd never had an experience where that worked, but I just thought I'm going to give it a shot and see what happens. And what I want to share with you, because I believe someone needs to hear this today, is when you are armed with the truth, when you carry the truth, when you live by the truth, and especially the truth of the gospel of the kingdom, the truth of God's word, the truth of, of who we are in him, in his ways, his laws, his precepts, his judgments. Uh, when we walk in truth, no one can bring a rumor or a lie a false report, an accusation, false news, whatever it may be, fake news. Those things are, we are never at the mercy of such things that would come against us when we are armed with the truth. And for a time, the truth may be challenged and the truth may be tested. And the truth that's in us may be, may be questioned by those who don't know better or haven't yet allowed time to prove us true. But truth will prevail. I'm convinced of that. And with it will be justice. Now, this was an amusing story. And I really don't hold it against this kid, what he did. He's just a kid, five, six-year-old kid. And man, I, we, we all understand that, I think, that have had kids. Uh, but I had to get him off me. And, and the only way I could, because I had no authority to discipline him or to tell him what to do, was to do that. But but even in an amusing story like that, there is a truth that remains, and it's that the truth is more powerful than anything that's out there that would want to subvert the truth. And I know that in these days in the media, it's very hard in many different countries and many different places in the world to discern what is right and what is wrong just from, from hearing it. But I believe that the truth will prevail and over time what is, what is covered that should be revealed will be revealed and what is revealed that should be buried will be buried. And, and also that any injustice that is done to us, any wrong that is spoken against us, any rumors, accusations will be silenced because the truth will emerge and the truth will, uh, will hold fast in our lives. I have found this to be true so many times when we faced challenges. Obviously, I've led organizations. I've, I've walked with a lot of people. I've led a lot of people. I've interacted with many, many people from all over the world. And it's impossible to have that level of exposure to a platform or to large numbers of people without there being opposition, without there being those who would 
um, basically stand against what we um, what we carry. And I even did a series once, and it's on my site actually still. Uh, it's called Dealing with Our Enemies, and it's a five-part series of how to actually deal with our enemies, and that it takes strategy and it takes calculated action and and intentionality to deal with and to and to combat the attacks we are not being vindictive in doing so and we're not even being defensive we're standing according to Ephesians 6 where Paul, the apostle Paul says when you've done all and you've put on the breastplate of righteousness and the, you've held the shield of faith the helmet of salvation when you've put on the whole armor therefore stand he says he doesn't say to fight he says to stand and I found that I have to stand up to my enemies, those who would oppose, resist, and attack what I carry and what I'm bringing forth. And many times it was believers, it's sad to say, but many times believers who disagree with our position or the way that we approach the gospel of the kingdom or the the conveyance of the truth that we carry, they would they would attack us and they there would be persecutions. And I've spoken of some of these things in previous story times, but but what I found is if I, if I have the truth in me, I can stand before Yahweh. And that's the only stand that counts the most. It's the one out of which will come all the other stands that will enable us to overcome. And I want to encourage you, if, if the truth is in you, then hold on to it. And hold on to it with the certainty and the security that he will bring it to pass. And you will, you will see justice on your behalf. And if you if you are not in truth and there is an aspect of your story or your scenario, your circumstance today that finds you uh, far from the truth, if you've spoken lies, if you've deceived people, if you are doing anything that is contrary to the truth, then I implore you to make that right because the truth will set you free. And so I hope that my amusing story with the little boy. I've never forgotten that. It happened quite some time ago and I and I still remember it as though it's today, but I don't remember the exact circumstances that brought me to and even exactly where we were. I just remember the state and the fact that this man wanted to meet with me, but um but the truth uh in what I told that boy is what I believe made the difference and I hope the truth will make a difference for you today. I, I love the truth of God's word. I love the truth in Yeshua, the, the truth in all of what heaven promises to us, and especially the truth of eternal life through him who loved us. So I bless you with that today. And until we speak again, re let's remain in his love and in his joy. Shalom.